Welcome to another live and slightly tardy edition of the HLS Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Ritter. You can call me ND Tex. And as always, you can follow us over on Apple Podcasts and wherever you find your favorite podcasting devices. And you can also join us live all the time here in the HLS Sportsbook every Wednesday night. We try to make it 9.30 Central. Today it was more like 10, but whatever. Join us. Twitch.tv slash Sons, Discord. HerLittleSons.com slash Discord. And with that in mind, I want to bring in Eddie. Eddie, how you doing, bud? What is good, my friend? When I tell you that Notre Dame is going to treat something like practice, holy hell do I mean it. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I, and I even said, I, I went and listened to my pick again. I was like, well, how homer did I go on this one? I said, against my better judgment, I was going to take Notre Dame. I should have trust my better judgment. Oops. Yeah, what are you going to do? We got the W. Uh, hopefully, we just never, ever talk or think about this game again. Yeah, and uh, it was a little bit of a better week for you. Still below 500. You're, you're visiting the 7-Eleven right now, so you're under 40% winning percentage. I am the inverse. I am 11-7. and seven. Uh, That is good enough if we're looking at straight winning percentage for basically third of the pack. For a lot of people that kind of hopped on, uh, if we're looking at the best performance across two weeks, uh, still Brett Ubel and Father Soren's Ramblers, uh, 14 and 4 and 13 and 5, respectively. And then it is myself and Irish GL right behind. So some pretty decent pickers that we've had going here, Eddie, and, and quite a few entries as well. And then there's me. Just sitting here looking pretty. <laughs> it's okay. You're not in last place. So you got that going for you, which is nice. Look, you know, sometimes the the hair gets out in front real quick. Likes <laughs> to burn all that fuel early. Turtle likes to sit back, take their time, lull Vegas into a false sense of security. <laughs> I think you've got Vegas convinced about that security right now, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. It's This is not the week to make the move because you might end up a little wet. Yeah, this is going to be a strange week. We got one game that, for all we know, may not even happen. And if that happens, we'll just wipe it off the board completely. Uh, But, Eddie, with all that being said, you ready to go ahead and do this, sir? Let's go, baby. All right, there we go. So, we are going to start off with a game that is very, very likely to be rained out tomorrow evening. And it was bumped up into the mid-afternoon just about. So as you're getting off from work, this game may already be kicking off. And that is Boston College taking on future Notre Dame opponent Wake Forest as long as the Carolinas are still intact after this weekend is over. If you are out there, I hope you're not listening to us and you are staying as safe as possible. But anyway, with that being said, BC, five-point favorite. Eddie, lead off and do the honors. Well, you've got Wake Forest in a look-ahead spot. <laughs> coming, coming to – you got South Bend – or actually, no, I guess it's at Wake next week, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they got Notre Dame next week. Look, this – bonus pick, any game east of the Mississippi, I'm taking the under if the game gets played <laughs> this week. Uh, 
this is an interesting one the line is is moving down in some places even though pretty much everyone is betting on bc like 75 percent of the money on bc and yet the line is moving closer that's that's the something's amiss i'm gonna take wake one because i think it will help us if they look better coming in and two i mean how many points are actually gonna get scored in this deal right Mm-hmm, exactly and honestly that last statement's exactly where i'm at too uh yeah if it's being played in the east of the mississippi in the rain i'm gonna expect a slog which means i'm gonna expect the game to be won by no more than a field goal so for that reason i am taking wake force to cover as well it just seems like the safe play if this game even freaking happens and that's not a for sure thing right now so yeah no kidding it, it will be interesting though i think it's what a 430 kick right now central something like that yeah i mean it's it's mid-afternoon i'm still going to be working when this game kicks off without a doubt so it's going to be weird uh but anyway there we go all right well we're going to head off to the other side of the mississippi and that is lsu at auburn number 11 lsu at number seven auburn and auburn favored by nine and a half points and i tell you what i was impressed with what auburn managed to do against washington However, I I don't really see how I can take a near 10-point lay in this one. I'm convinced Auburn is better than LSU, but LSU, not that they have good quarterback play right now. I think it's just serviceable at best, but I really feel like that's way too many points to cover against an LSU defense that is still pretty decent. So, Dan, I'm going to go ahead and and take the Coach O here. I'm going to take LSU to cover. I I think Auburn wins outright, but I think LSU is going to keep it just close enough. Eddie, who do you have? I am taking Auburn. I continue to not understand how LSU is going to do anything. (laughs) I do not believe in Joe Burrow. I don't think he's going to be very good, especially with that Auburn defensive line, which probably the second best defensive line in the country, just behind Clemson. They're up there for best defensive line. I don't know if LSU can protect them. It's, it's a few more points than I would like to lay. Both teams coming off of veritable buys. LSU had Southeast Louisiana. Auburn had the mighty Alcorn State somethings last week. <laughs> you know, both, both should be. Well. I think Auburn's a much better team. I think Chiswick's a much better coach. I, Auburn has every box checked if you're looking at the old, you know, rundown, key to the game, whatever it is. So I'm taking Auburn here. I still don't think LSU's any good. All righty. Well, next up, Eddie, we got your ponies. Pony, pony, pony. They're going all the way up north, and they're going to face Michigan. Michigan fresh off of, I still can't believe they covered, against Western Michigan. So Vegas is putting a big number up there one more time for the number 21 team in the nation. Michigan favored by 35 and a half points at home against the Ponies. Eddie, who do you got in this one? I'm so glad that hook is there. (laughs) Give me them ponies, baby. (laughs) Um... You know, we doubted Michigan's ability to cover last week playing a very bad Western Michigan. They did. They got the job done. Came out 49-3, big win. Uh, TCU had a, a, a f- interesting Friday night game, uh, which you and I were, were somewhat watching together. Uh, there were plenty of jokes to be had in the first half, and then the second half it got pretty ugly pretty quick mm-hmm. that said i think tcu's got a lot more guns in the armory than michigan does and i i still can't take that offense 
cover five touchdowns. That's that's crazy to me. Yeah, and that's too much. Yeah, and let's also remember that line the other day was twenty eight, uh, or r- rather the other week, not the other day. So now you're saying, okay, we're going to push it up by not just a touchdown, but a touchdown plus. Man, I, I'm really terrified because SMU has not looked good. Although they were able to give, you know, like you said, it was a bonkers first half. And I'm expecting just enough here. I, I really, like you said, God bless that hook because that may be the saving grace in this one. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really tough to believe that Michigan is going to back to back take care of business in that kind of a matter. I think they'll still win big. I think it's at least a 20 point win. But damn, 35.5, too much to take for me as well. All right, next up, we got number 20, Boise State, getting some disrespect on the road here, facing Oklahoma State, who is favored by three points. Boise State is your group of five darling. They are the preseason favorite to finish out of the group of five and make the New Year's Six. So if they want to have any outside hope of a playoff, they have to absolutely dominate here. I don't know if they dominate, but honestly, I think Boise wins this one outright. Oklahoma State, not the same Oklahoma State that we've been used to seeing. And, you know, I I really think Boise State can win this one. Potentially, we may have a shootout. So, we got to take the points in the shootout. Eddie, who do you got? Man, do you want to talk about a shootout? Oklahoma State in their one game against a 1A team put up 55. (laughs) Boise State's averaging 59 points a game right now. They dropped 62 on UConn last week in what was honestly just uh, felonious. It was so violent. (laughs) I think a shootout is certainly possible. I think Boise State is a very good team this year. And as we've discussed before, Okie State lost all their best weapons. So I don't think they're going to be able to keep up. I'd feel a lot better if this game was in Idaho. But... I'm still going to take Boise. I think they got the guns for it. All right. Sounds good. And I apologize for anybody viewing on Twitch. I just realized I forgot to bring the board up. This this nice, pretty thing that I made. And I'm sitting here marking everything, and it's not even up. So there you go, folks. We got the board up. All right. So, Eddie, you and I have agreed on everything but one. Uh, I have a feeling we might agree here as well. Number one, Alabama, favored by 21 and a half against Old Miss on the road. Who do you got, Eddie? Well... I mean, Alabama is the smart pick here. Let's be serious. Ole Miss has been just bonkers so far this year. Uh, Their scores are looking more like basketball scores than football scores. Uh, 47-27 against Tech. And then last week, you had what somehow was not the funniest score uh, when they went 76-41 to the Southern Illinois Salukis. <laughs> Shout out to that FSU Sanford game for being even dumber. Um, <laughs> Ole Miss can put up points against inferior defenses. I don't think that we would ever classify Alabama's defense as inferior. Uh, and we know that Ole Miss's defense is absolute trash. The fact that this game is at Ole Miss, and we've seen in years past some shenanigans pop up, but I don't think Ole Miss has the dogs for this one. I'm taking Bama ugly. 
Yeah, uh, a couple things. You mentioned one of them, and that was that game against the Salukis. They gave up loads and loads of points to the Salukis, who Mrs. Tex will tell you is not a good FCS team. They're not a very good football team in general. So the fact that they put up that many points against Mississippi's defense, not a great sign. Also, Eddie, I'm not sure if you know this. Now, Alabama obviously is 2-0 and against the spread. They've covered two pretty big spreads. Do you know what their average margin of victory has been in those two games? Or at least ballpark mm, about forty six ish. Tell you what, that's a pretty good guess. Forty three and a half right now this is their average wow. margin of victory. They have beaten the spread by thirteen and a half points in both games. Average. Oof. So with that being covering the spread by two touchdowns, that's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, that gives me all the confidence in the world to go ahead and go Bama here. Um, And not only that, I'm sticking to my word. I said on the recap that I'm giving everybody some investment advice. Having watched Ole Miss defense play uh, Mrs. Tech's alma mater of SIU, that defense is hot garbage. Alabama is going to murder them. It is not going to be pretty. All right. Next up, one of the biggest matchups, probably the biggest matchup of the week, and that is number four, Ohio State, coming on the road to TCU. Ohio State favored by 13.5 points, so we are just shy of two touchdowns here. Now, this is the um, final game, if I remember correctly, of Urban Meyer's. uh, No, they got one more because we're only in week three. So Meyer has been a practice. He cannot be on the sidelines for this one. And Ohio State's looked pretty good recently. However... I am going to take the home dogs in this one. I like what TCU has been able to put together. Their defense has been good, save for whatever that first half in the rain was against SMU. I think they're the only ones with a functional defense in the Big 12. And Ohio State coming all the way down south. I I like those odds right now. And I think if there's ever a time when the Meyerless advantage would come into play, it's got to be here. Now, I know Ohio State's been kind of a murder machine, but... Uh, what they played before and what they're about to play now, two totally different things. So give me the Horn Frogs. Who do you have, Eddie? Yeah, this last game of Urban Meyer's suspension, but he's been back at practice, so you've got to wonder how much that's actually going to affect. But I do agree with you of, of all the games so far, Gary Patterson against assistant coach, what is it? I guess Day is is the act. Yes, he's still head coach. Right head coach. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say that Gary Patterson is going to put a fairly sizable gap in the coaching experience and coaching acumen. Uh, you're right, Ohio State has been murdering folks, but they've played some trash teams. Oregon State and Rutgers are not setting the world on fire for anybody, so I don't think that is really too much to to bark at feel a whole lot better if this could get bought up to 14 which in reality it will be uh but even with it just i'm gonna go with tcu to cover the last thing that pushes me over the entire world is on ohio state right now (laughs) yes and again you know it's it's only wednesday so obviously a lot of things can change but three quarters of the tickets three quarters of the money on ohio state that's there's a there's a reason that those casinos are tall and shiny, and when you can play with the house, it's a good idea to try it. So I'm going to take the frogs. All right, so we're actually mostly in agreement on a lot of this. All right, well, before we flip over to the next page, folks, uh, a little bit of business. 
Uh, you may notice I'm wearing my uh, All-American shirt here from The Athletic. Uh, you can subscribe to The Athletic, and you can actually help HLS out while you do it. So if you go to HerLoyalSons.com slash athletic, you can get a little bit of a discount on your annual subscription and also give us a, a little bit of scratch as well. So again, that's HerLoyalSons.com slash athletic. Well worth the money uh, for Pete Sampson alone. Uh, I get a lot of great local coverage myself here in the Dallas area, and uh, man, it, it's been well worth the money so far so definitely get on that if you haven't yet already and with that being said let's move on southern cal number 17 in the nation is going into austin and underdog eddie texas favored by three points here who do you have in your backyard run the fuck away from this game (laughs) i have absolutely no clue what to do with this Every, every time that I've seen this line and thought about it, I'm like, you think USC is going to stay within three of Texas? Did you see how they looked against Stanford last week? That offense was abysmal. But then you flip the script and you're like, Texas is giving points to somebody? They barely fucking scrape, scrape by Tulsa. Are you I Oh, my Lord. This is a game of intrigue. Let's put it this way. <laughs> I really don't want to do this. Oh, no, don't do it, Eddie. But I have a reason for why I'm going to do it. You know what? I've changed my mind. And here's... (laughs) Well, no, I I realized that my my logic is correct. I just didn't go all the way with it. Do you recall the last time that USC and Texas played? Uh... It's it's had to have been sooner than the Rose Bowl, right? Or has it been yeah. the Rose Bowl? No, no, no. Twenty sixteen. Okay. US USC made a fairly epic comeback to beat that's, Texas. That's right. I remember staying up and watching that and being really pissed Texas couldn't close the deal. Yes. I was I was mad at that, but do you remember the most important sporting event of that night? Uh was this the boxing match night? This was the coward cinnamon oh. versus my beautiful Kazakhstan Gennady Golovkin, in which a crime was perpetuated against my beautiful boy by by the the criminal Adelaide Bird, and won, a draw was given. Won that fight easily, absolutely easily won that fight. Cost your boy many a space buck, but <laughs> so so I think it's hilarious that they are that USC and Texas are playing again because. Gennady Canelo 2. <laughs> Golovkin Canelo 2 is also Saturday night. Two wrongs will be righted. USC will lose because fuck USC. And the cowardly, cheating cinnamon putting all sorts of illegal chemicals into his body will fall by the hand of my beautiful, perfect boxing son, Gennady Golovkin. Watch from federal fucking penitentiary. Roll Tide. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Roll Tide, not a hook em. <laughs> It's It's a lot more fun to punctuate things with Roll Tide. Okay. I think we all know all that. All right. That's fine with me. I, I, I will approve of that. All right. Yeah, I agree with you in trying to stay the hell away from this game because I'm honestly not really sure what to think about this one either. Um, and, man, Texas has looked like garbage. SC looked like... Like they couldn't have an offense. The run defense looked pretty bad, and then it looked somewhat decent. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea what to pick in this one. So, 
Eddie, I'm going to go with you. When in doubt, pick it with spite. So go ahead and give me Texas in this one to go ahead and slay that Southern Cal dragon. Um, and also, I'm really not sure how Southern Cal is ranked. I got to be honest with you. I, I don't get it at all. But that wrong will also be righted. Next up, before we get to the Notre Dame game, we got one more pick, and that is number nine, Washington, going on the road to Utah. Washington just favored a little shy of a touchdown here, six and a half points. And I tell you what, I was really thinking about picking Washington in this one, but Utah always seems to have that one game at home, and I'm wondering if this isn't going to be it. And But the thing that keeps me going back and forth is that I trust Washington's offense a lot more than I trust Utah's offense. And Washington is, they got a pretty decent defense themselves. They showed a lot against Auburn. So I've been back and forth. I'm going to go ahead and take Washington in this one. I'm almost fading myself in this one. It, we got the fateception going already. Eddie, who do you have? I'm sticking on the Washington bandwagon. I will not be shaken off by Auburn and their Eagle Tiger Plainsmen, whatever they're calling themselves today. Uh, Utah barely beat NIU last week, 17-6. to This is not a terrifying team. I think Washington knows that they need to get out and impress people when they can. Uh, we all recall the cupcake game where ESPN was out there with <laughs> literal cupcakes. Uh, Mark Jones. Jones has been banned from calling them because he's been talking shit about them on Twitter this year. Uh, they know that they need to come out and start beating the hell out of real teams. And I think this is going to be the start to that. So I'm going to take the Huskies. All right, there you go. Well, that leads us to just one more game. And that is Notre Dame. They got another big spread, not nearly as big as last week. Still number eight in the nation, 14 point favorite against the SEC Vanderbilt Commodores coming into town. Eddie, another biggest spread. Who do you got in this one? Do the Irish rebound or do we take the points again? Yes. <laughs> I think Notre Dame looks better in this game, but they're playing a much better team. Uh, I know we all hear Vanderbilt and immediately kind of laugh because how huh, whatever it's Vanderbilt. This team, I mean, right now they're averaging 38 points a game and they've only given up 17 total uh, to Nevada and Middle Tennessee. Now, is Notre Dame's defense going to be better than Nevada and Middle Tennessee's? Yeah, sure is. Is the offense? Uh, we'll see. You know, obviously still working out a lot of things on the offensive line. My hope is that they don't have Brandon Wimbush literally playing quarterback with one of those fucking physical therapy bands around his leg so that he can't run. Um but the Doors defense the last couple of years has been solid. It has remained solid so far. Uh, if it was 13 and a half, I'd have a lot more trouble with this pick. But you give me the full two touchdowns, especially, you know, who knows what the weather is going to do. I'm, I'm leaning towards close games. I'm leaning towards unders this week. I'm going to take Vandy in what will hopefully be a much less frustrating win for Notre Dame. But I don't think that all of the problems are going to go away in one week. Yeah, and this one, again, I've been back and forth a lot on this one. Uh, the overconfidence in Notre Dame's offense certainly burned me last week pretty hard. And, and the most frustrating thing is that you keep hearing the talking point that, you know, Wimbush basically went to the line with run pass options and decided to do the pass options basically over and over and over again. And it's communism. 
<laughs> Sorry, Pat Fitzgerald just stole my microphone. I don't know what happened. Yeah, he, he absolutely yanked it away from you. It's absolute communism. I can't. That that game's going to be funny. Uh, but anyway, um, enough about Northwestern and Pat Fitzgerald and communism and the run pass option. <laughs> Cannot believe that was an actual quote. Anyways, I can't help myself. Oh man, but I mean, it, it really makes me wonder. You know. Was Wimbush trying to overdo it? Was he trying to think too much? Was he just not letting the game come to him? He was making bad decisions there, basically, of deciding to pass when he probably should just pull the ball down and run it. And I'm really, really hoping that he got some coaching and talking to that he wasn't going to do it again. But all that being said, I'm still a little bit nervous about this because Vanderbilt all of a sudden rising in the S&P top 25, which always makes me raise an eyebrow because that's the kind of shit that gets adjusted for opponents. So this has me a little bit fearful. I think a double digit win is definitely possible for Notre Dame. And I'm going to try a little reverse jinx here because apparently I got some kind of voodoo shit going on right now. Somehow it didn't work for Michigan uh, because, you know, that pick out of hate absolutely worked. But but let's take a look at some recent history right now. You remember my Heisman straight up Heisman pick, Eddie? Honestly, no. (laughs) It was Khalil Tate. How's that going? Oh, that's right. (laughs) yeah so i mean i've been picking games fairly decent uh one and one on notre dame games right now so you know what it's time to hedge a little bit of happiness here Uh, i'm not going to trust the bigger especially if we have any kind of crazy rain in the forecast or getting some kind of excess storms from the hurricane um i i don't like it as well but yeah vanderbilt is not going to be as weak of an opponent as we initially thought one absolutely want to be wrong in this one um as far as where i'm going to be in this game if there were space bucks uh, far away as possible (laughs) i'm not going to be anywhere close to it so go ahead and give me vandy and the points in this one well eddie there you go another slate of of nine picks um our fates are linked in all but one game this time around so either you're that's bad for you (laughs) either either we're both going to rise to the top or you're bringing me down with you I'm fine with either one of those. <laughs> I feel like that's a win-win for me, so that's good. Uh, interesting slate of games, at least on paper right now. We'll see how many actually happen. Uh, to any of our seven listeners that are on the East Coast, please do be <laughs> safe, stay dry, good luck. Uh, those storms are not anything to mess with, so you know, take care of you and yours. Football will be back when you get dried off and all that. But everybody stay safe. Enjoy yourself a little college football. Hopefully it will not be as grinding emotionally of a game this time <laughs> and frustrating. But since when is watching a Notre Dame football game been fun during the activity, right? This is what Week we're one. here for. Week one. <laughs> uh, well, uh, even the fourth quarter got a little puckery. Uh but hey, it's it's a good slate. It should be a good time. Enjoy yourselves, kids. Stay safe if you need to. And as always, hail Gambler. Well, thank you. Irish. Thank you, Eddie, for coming on as always. And yes, folks, if you are out there out in the East Coast, stay safe. If you've got an evacuation order, get the hell out of there. No reason to test it. So we want to have you back next week and many weeks after. So hopefully it is not as bad. But yes, 100% absolutely stay safe. 
But until next time, folks, thank you for joining us. And make sure you join us every week. Subscribe to us on the podcast over on Apple Podcasts and wherever you find your favorite podcasts at. You can also join us here live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash herloyalsons. You can join us in Discord. That is our live chat channel, herloyalsons.com slash Discord. Thank you again for joining us, folks. You can always find us over at herloyalsons.com. And until next time, y'all, go Irish, beat Commodores. You have a good one. Bye.